Welcome to Liberty and the Cross. Ours is a libertarian podcast which aims to reconcile libertarian politics with the Christian life. We want to teach people about libertarian ideals and how shrinking government will improve life for everyone. Direct from Kansas, I review current events, talk with political leaders and candidates, and explore policies that help improve life for all Americans. My name is Brian Bombardier. I'm a libertarian, pharmacist, political candidate, and family man. Definitely not in that order. Hey, hello, everyone. This is Brian Bombardier, and I want to thank you for listening to a Liberty in the Cross episode for today, October 23rd, 2018. Uh, just want to welcome you and thank you again for listening. Today, I want to talk about the migrant caravan coming up through Mexico. I uh, just got done reading, I believe, on the Washington Times that uh, the caravan has grown to 14,000 people coming north from Central America through Mexico to try to get to the United States. And as a Christian and as a libertarian, I find myself torn because on one hand, um, as a libertarian, I believe that in the end, borders, in a libertarian utopia, borders are unnecessary. But we don't live in a utopia. We live in um, a world that is separated by nation states. And as such, we have to have some sort of territorial integrity. So having people come up through another nation, first of all, how did this Central American migrant caravan get into Mexico? I mean, does Mexico not have any territorial integrity? So that's problem number one. And then when they come up to the United States... I mean, it's <laughs> the optics are really bad. I mean, it's like a 14,000-person invasion force. Now, they're not armed, and they, I'm sure they don't have any malintent. At least the 99.9% .9 of them don't have any malintent. But it's, the optics are just really bad. And so as an American and as a real-life libertarian, I have to— be against the United States letting just letting this migrant caravan into the United States. And we are a nation of laws, right? And as a nation of laws, we have to allow the proper procedures for taking in migrants, taking in refugees, um, taking in, you know, those that are politically oppressed. And if you're a good law-abiding Central American and you applied for you know, um, you want to be a political refugee in the United States, you apply for it, and you do it right, and you have to wait a little while. That's just the way it is. But if you are not a law-abiding Central American, and you decide, I'm just going to go in and invade, basically, the United States, I mean, what's the incentive for the law-abiding ones to follow the rules? It just doesn't make any sense. And so I'll see a lot of... I, the comments on this article are just ridiculous, and I love reading comments of these articles. It, it gives people on the right, again, very bad optics. I mean, it's the overt racism and the tone of the text is just terrible. And as a constitutional conservative, as a libertarian, I just wish these people would shut up and not talk or not 
type what they're thinking out because it gives the conservative movement such a bad name. I mean, like someone said, oh, I'm so sick of this. What are we supposed to do with these invaders and you so-called journalists calling the president Mr. Trump? You need to call him President Trump. Oh, my Lord. It, the cult of personality is just getting absurd with those on the, in the Republican Party. I mean, in all ways, almost all ways, I am probably a Republican. But I will be damned if I will ever call myself one because of the cult of personality and the blatant hypocrisy shown by that party. It's just ridiculous. Another one saying, you know, oh, 14,000 people are planning to invade our country and Democrats don't say a word. That's very telling. It, it is. Silence. The silence is very deafening <laughs> from those in, on the left. And I think it's because they're stuck in a, they're stuck in this quagmire. They don't know where to go because they're for, you know, the oppressed and they're for minority populations and they, they want to really appeal to the minority populations but at the same time there's no way they can be for this i mean there is absolutely no way they can be for it so do they come out against it and possibly alienate some of the minority population in the united states that's that's the conundrum that they're in you know someone else was on there posting you know these are enemy combatants and they need to be treated as such oh my lord they're not enemy combatants they they're not they don't have weapons they don't have uniforms although some of them are flying national flags which is a little odd to me if you're fleeing an oppressive nation i don't know why you would be flying your flag so that's that's a little questionable those those people might want to be um filtered out but, uh, and then, of course, you're throwing, there's all sorts of people throwing fascist and uh, other, you know, dog whistle terms out there. Uh, and I'm curious how this plays out, how this will affect the midterm elections. Because in 15 days, we go to the polls and we have to deal with, you know, which party is going to get the majority in Congress. I, I don't like it. I'm a libertarian, so I would love to see the third party come up and, and be a force. But this election, probably not going to happen, and I understand that. So in the midterms, are we going to see the Democrats capitalize on a lot of the negative press that the president is getting right now? And I I, it sounds like the polls are saying that, they're, that they are going to take the House. And I don't see this, this specific topic, this issue, swaying voters that much one way or the other. I think it's a lose-lose for the president. I think it's a lose-lose for the Republican Party. Because if he sends the military down there and there's some sort of conflict between our military and mothers and children and men trying to come into the United States. Terrible optics. It's just terrible. Even if we're right to try to stop illegal entry into our nation, which is the right thing to do per the law, even though that is the case, it's just, it's terrible optics. You know, as a Christian group, as a Christian nation, I want to help those who are being oppressed. 
but I'm not sure that helping people, it's helping people by letting them come into our nation. I mean, we should look at what is the United States doing in these nations right now that they're fleeing. You know, the drug war is a huge problem when it, when it comes to Central America. The drug, the drug war has created these narco states where money, illegal money, from the United States goes down and funds these guerrillas and these, these drug dealers, these people that produce the drugs, lets them buy guns and lets them basically take over these small Central American nations. And then oppression occurs. And the good people or the people that are being oppressed flee these nations and want to come north to America. So we need to address the supposed war on drugs if we just cancel the dang war on drugs, you would see the flow of illicit money going into Central America dramatically decrease. Money equals power. We all know it. And so we get rid of the illegal money going into Central America, and we provide basic, basic aid from the United States. I'm not a fan of foreign aid as a libertarian, but we're going to do it. And if we're going to provide aid to nations, we should provide nations aid that are friendly. And nations on our continent definitely should be top of the list when it comes to getting aid. So I'd love to see the United States cancel the war on drugs. That's the Christian thing to do. This will save these nations, these small Central American nations. That's how we do it. We don't do it by opening our doors and letting all these oppressed in. I mean, at some point, people have to stand up for their nation. I would like to think that if my community fell into the hands of armed guerrillas, that the good people of my community would rise up and do everything we could to defeat and, over, and overcome that oppression. Now, maybe, maybe I think too highly of my community, and maybe I think too highly of Americans. But by God, I think that if I was in their situation, you know, as a family man, yeah, I want to get my family away from that, that danger. But at the same time, as a, as a patriot, as someone who, who has pride in my nation, I would think that I would stand up for my nation, and stand up for the people of my nation, and, and fight that oppressive regime. And so I feel terrible for these migrants. I really do. As a Christian man, it breaks my heart to see these kids walking through Mexico. You know, they, they got nothing but the clothes on their back, basically, and they're, they're coming from a really terrible place, and I get it, and it, and it breaks my heart. But we've got, to, we've got to look big picture here. I mean, this is a, this is a nation-state issue. And so we need to deal with this, deal with their nations, deal with the, their nation states in an appropriate manner. And just, you know, taking off, having all the good people leave, that's, that's not the answer. I, I just don't believe that's the answer. And I know that's easy for me to say as an American standing, standing here in my house with, you know, almost absolute safety. There's, I don't have armed guerrillas outside trying to capture anybody. I don't have them trying to protect uh, the drug supply being made right down the street from me. 
So I, I get it. It's easy for me to say that. But we've got, we've got to do something different. And by, it, this is not an American problem, is what I hear a lot of libertarians say. You know, this isn't a, the Americans don't need to be the police. Well, we don't. You're right. I completely agree with that. However, we are embroiled all over the world. We have military in dang near every nation on the planet. We provide aid to these nations who are being propped. We basically prop up governments that allow this kind of oppression to occur. So if we are going to be perpetually entangled with these nations, we have got to make a change to the way we deal with them. And that starts with us choosing leaders that are willing to make the tough decisions, that are willing to put it out there that, hey, we are not going to support these narco states and prop up their governments. And you have to do it, we have to do it with, with a sense of love. We have to do it and explain why we're doing it, not just to punish these nations. It's not a punishment to try to get rid of narco states. I, that's not a punishment, but it comes off that way. I get it, again, with the optics. I guess that's my word of the day. It's just terrible optics, really bad optics. So I, this, this caravan coming north, I, it just doesn't look good. If you're a Republican trying to hold on to your seat, or you're a Republican trying to be elected, I don't think this is a good topic for you. I don't think it's a good issue to bring up because it's just a lose-lose for you. And as a Democrat, silence, silence is the key here. You don't want to come off as uh, to alienate those minority groups in America, but, but you don't want the working class Americans to see what you're doing and how you would support all these people coming in illegally. You don't want to do that either. So I think they're playing it right so far. I don't like it. I'd love to see the American population get upset with both of these parties and their hypocrisy, saying, you know, these supposed small government Republicans who are running up trillion-dollar deficits, yeah, that's real small government. I'd love to see people get upset with that and say, you know what, let's try the Libertarians. The Libertarian Party will make a difference. I guarantee you, if you put Libertarians in power or put them in Congress at all, you would see real change. I firmly believe that. I really do believe that. So, you know, I encourage you to go educate yourself on these issues and get out there and vote this midterm election. So until tomorrow, guys, I want to thank you for listening. And this is Brian Bombardier signing off of Liberty and the Cross. Bye. Thanks for listening to Liberty and the Cross with me, Brian Bombardier. If you like my show and want to connect, join our Facebook group at Liberty of the Cross, and please leave us a review on iTunes or your podcast program. This show isn't possible without our customers and patrons. So if you're interested in helping us accomplish our mission with some support, become a subscriber at patreon.com slash libertyandthecross. That is patreon.com slash libertyandthecross all put together. Thanks for listening, and remember that improving our nation starts at home. Let's be good to each other and God bless you.